Today's lesson comes from Psalm 25, verses 1 through 10. Hear now the word of the Lord. O Lord, I give my life to you. I trust in you, my God. Do not let me be disgraced or let my enemies rejoice in my defeat. No one who trusts in you will ever be disgraced, but disgrace comes to those who try to deceive others. Show me the right path, O Lord. Point me out the road that I should follow. Lead me by your truth and teach me, for you are the God who saves me. All day long I put my hope in you. Remember, O Lord, your compassion and unfailing love which you have shown from long ages past. Do not remember the rebellious sins of my youth. Remember me in the light of your steadfast love, for you are merciful, O Lord. The Lord is good and does what is right. He shows the proper path to those who go astray. He leads the humble in doing right, teaching them His way. The Lord leads with steadfast love and faithfulness all who keep His covenant and obey His commands. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. When you think of the word meek, what comes to mind? Timid? Soft? Weak? Maybe humble? Well, meekness doesn't come, carry with it a lot of positive connotations, does it? But here's where it's been misunderstood. Because if someone were to call you meek, you should take that as a compliment. Remember, Jesus said in the Sermon on the Mount, Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Inheriting the earth, that's a pretty nice prize. Let, uh, six chapters later in Matthew 11, he says, Take my yoke upon you, learn from me, for I am gentle and humble at heart. He uses the same Greek word for humble that Jesus uses in the Sermon on the Mount. He continues on, For you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Like you, I could use some rest. I could use a lighter burden and an easier yoke. Shelley's opening hymn really resonated with me and maybe you too. According to Jesus, being meek carries with it some pretty nice benefits. To me, meek is not to be a wild stallion or mustang that is running on the open fields. No, a meek animal in Jesus' day is an animal that was yoked. It was prepared to sweat and work alongside another animal and its owner. Being meek is to live a life of purpose because of the discipline and the direction that one is willing to accept. Listen to what the Dictionary of Biblical Imagery says. The key to understanding the virtue of meekness is that it is not a quality of weakness, but rather of strength. Meekness is not cowardice, timidity, or lack of confidence. In classical Greek, the word from which we derive meekness is used to describe tame animals, soothing medicine, a gentle breeze. The word also implies self-control. But we live in a world where we want unbridled freedom. We want to do whatever we want, don't we? We don't want to be yoked. 
We see this with all those that are anti-maskers with what we are dealing with right now. However, nothing great, nothing exceptional has ever been accomplished by unbridled freedom or by going it alone. Ask the very best musicians. Ask the best athletes. Ask the top in every single field. All are willing to be taught. When you are meek, you're teachable. You're willing to learn. You accept discipline because you know it's in your best interests. So then you allow yourself to be shaped and molded by the hands of your teacher. That is meekness. And that's the mindset of the psalmist here when he pleads with God, teach me your paths. Verse 5, lead me into your truth. The Hebrew word for learn is used three times. The word for instruct appears twice. The verb for make known is used two times. The psalmist is willing to receive God's instruction. To trust in God is to be meek. What a great psalm for us to enter into the season of Lent. Where we have the opportunity to admit the times where we have gone it alone. Times where we have ignored Christ's teachings and done what we want to do rather than what God has instructed for us to do. Other times when we are substituting something or someone else to be our teacher rather than God. God is calling us in the season of Lent to be meek, to be teachable, allowing God to be our teacher, to allow God to reshape and remold our lives by His very own hands. Unfortunately, too often our lives aren't pliable. Even though God wants to reshape us, we get encrusted, we get stubborn, we get set in our ways. We're not willing to be taught or to learn. We don't want something new or different. Churches who have and who have not had a meek mindset, they have been revealed in this pandemic. There's no user's manual for how to be a church in the middle of a pandemic. Virtually no living person has experienced this before. So we had to adapt on the fly. We had to move from in-person meetings to Zoom meetings. Like this, we had to go from in-person worship to virtual worship to outdoor worship to live stream worship. We had to figure out how are we going to administer communion How are we going to stay connected with one another? How are we going to have our tithes and offerings when that offering plate isn't being passed around? The faith communities that are meek, that have been pliable, that have been willing to learn and adapt and try new things, they're the ones that are doing well. They're healthy and they're strong and they remain vibrant. The ones that are unwilling to adapt, the ones that are set in their ways, They're the ones that are struggling. How about our individual lives? Are our lives encrusted by this impenetrable shell of stubbornness and arrogance? Do we think we already have the answers? 
If that is the case, then nothing is able to sink in. We get stuck in our ways, stuck in our ways of thinking and being. Now often, hard times and traumatic events, they contribute to that way of being. But I want you to listen once again to this psalm because it doesn't have to be that way. In verse 2, the psalmist talks about this, these enemies that seek to rejoice in his defeat. In verse 7, he admits his mistakes. He admits the poor decisions that he made when he was younger. In the very next verse, he points out the times in his life where he has wandered away from God. Times where he has been lost. If we're being honest, the psalmist is describing a life we can all relate to, isn't he? A life that's filled with mistakes and regrets and hard times. And yet in the midst of all that, those things don't define who he is. Those things don't serve as a means to shield himself from further hardship, to become calloused and hardened by those life events. No. He allows those moments to be opportunities to learn and to grow and to change. He remains meek. And he says, God, teach me. God, lead me. In the midst of all of this, he continues to place his trust in God. He's meek. Lends an opportunity for each and every one of us, no matter our age, to allow God's hands to reshape our lives. To mold us into the people that God desires for us to be. During times that remain challenging and uncomfortable, God provides us with a unique opportunity. An opportunity to be reshaped by the master potter. If after a year now, of being in this pandemic, you feel discouraged? I get it. But this psalm says, don't lose hope. Maybe God wants to use this time to reshape you. But a key ingredient into becoming that reshaped, improved version of who you are, it's having the proper mindset. It's having the willingness to be taught. It's having the discipline to follow Christ's teachings and commands. And it is possessing the courage and the strength to imitate Christ's way of life. Amen.